Welcome to the About That Water Podcast show number 33, where today I will be talking about the five things that billionaires and millionaires do to, I don't know, maintain who they are. Now, uh, for those of you who are new to the show, please take a moment to subscribe. And after you listen to the show, do take time to actually leave a comment on whichever platform you're listening to that kind of help a lot of people figure out who I am and where I'm at. So this will be awesome. Uh, but for that, for today's show, I really want to start diving into changing the mindset of from where you are to becoming or even getting your first million or taking your million to the next million. Um, or even for those of you who are listening that are in the high millions, how to get to the billions. Now, this particular episode is more so about your character than actually about your wallet, but this also plays into some of the things that you can invest in yourself and also how can you mold your lifestyle today that will impact you in the long term and actually where you really want to be. I mean, do we all want to be millionaires? Sure. That's why a lot of people play the, what do they call it? The Mega Millions or the Powerball, some type of lottery. Or even go to the casinos just to win it big, just to kind of win that extra money that you need to take care of your family or even take care of your household. But I was coming across, uh, what do they call it? CNBC, Make It. And... They try to lump millionaires and billionaires together, and I don't think that's fair. So they have this article called Five Things Millionaires and Billionaires Do Every Day to Be Successful. I mean, it's obvious there's a lot of zeros behind each one, and how it all boils down to on here is like most of the people that they interviewed are billionaires that they using quotes from. So the first one is they keep track of how they spend their their month, their time. I mean, okay, that's great. It's good to know that you need to track your time. Um, Mark Cuban puts on here, the most valuable asset you have. Um, and also Mark Cuban, if, for those of you who don't know who he is, he is the owner of the Mavericks, self-made billionaire, uh, and so forth. Um, but I mean, yeah. Honestly, I'm, I'm one of those people, I don't like to have my time wasted. Uh, so I do outsource quite a bit if I can. Even when it comes to doing this podcast, I try my best to kind of put in uh, measures and even uh, systems in place so I can actually produce this content for you all and also make sure that um, this is something that you all could actually utilize, or even myself, that I utilize and actually practice uh, and use on a day-to-day basis. I mean, honestly, using my time is very important. So let me stop wasting yours and go to the next one. The next one is treat your colleagues with respect. I mean, they could have summed it up, honestly, to uh, building relationships. Uh, I guess I got some millionaire here uh, who stated, make sure that you treat the next level, whether it's the assistants 
or the PA, whatever, just with just as much respect as you would anyone. And this person is Bill Winters. I guess whoever this person is. Um, they just have him here as a multimillionaire banker. But it's not just the, the PAs and the assistants, but also the janitors, the people that are cleaning the place, people that are wiping the windows, um, everybody you need to treat with respect. Because you just never know. Um, when there's a time in need, they are the people. I mean, usually you just never know who you're going to bump into. Because you got to treat people the way they would like to be treated. Um, I know there's an old saying, treat people the way you like to be treated, but not everybody like to be treated the way you do. So keep that in mind uh, when you're building your relationships as you go in your journey. And to keep in mind that everybody is not meant to be with you the whole way through your journey. You're going to lose a lot of people. You're going to meet a lot of people. Some people might just be in your life from, you know, maybe two two minutes, maybe two years, two decades. You just don't know. Some people just in there in your life for a certain period of time. So uh, in a sense, this one, I really do like this particular topic. I will look at it more so of building a relationship than um, treating colleagues with respect because the respect in the relationship goes really a long way. The third thing that they have on here is uh, they don't set they don't let setbacks stop them from growing. Sometimes you have to quit a lot of stuff. Honestly, you had to quit a lot of jobs to get you where you are today. If you think about it, you quit or somebody let you go, depending on your situation. And you actually had to take that step back to. Uh, especially if you were let go, to take a moment and really dive into the things that you did in your employment. Uh, Did you do something that wasn't seen as the right move for the company at that time? Were you just thinking too far ahead and not going where the mission of the company is heading? Or was it something that uh, management didn't see in you and they thought that you were not a good fit. And I use in the air quotes here with fit because it could mean a whole a lot of things. But uh, for this particular episode, I want to talk about, uh, you know, are you the person for the job? Meaning, are you able to keep it with the pace of work? Are you able to complete all the tasks? Are you the one that, or are you the person that everybody goes to in this particular situation, which could also uh, be a hindrance that you are overstressed, overworked, that you want to take a step back and move on to something that's kind of more your speed. You're tired of running and constantly running. Um, so these, this can go either which way, but don't take your setbacks as a, a loss. Um, and also, ultimately, we can look at them as something that, you know, we let go on purpose because we know that we have a higher purpose uh, than the job that you're currently doing. And so as we go through this pandemic, hopefully a lot of you have uh, took time to what I call this incubate 
the incubation period where you took a step back and really wrote down the things that you enjoy, where you want to be, and just enjoy the simple things in life that you have. So let's move it on. I think I'm running through. <laughs> Number four, they have, they take social media presence seriously. Now, Damon John, who is also on Shark Tank, uh, he started the company FUBU a long time ago, which stands for For Us, By Us. Now, I do follow him on social media. So if you ever actually follow him, he is very uh, meticulous with what he puts out on his content, on his page. And he posts, I think, maybe once every two days or every day. But it's always something that either he had just recently partnered with uh, some of the new lines that he's coming out with, but they are very clean, very clear of his message and stay in tune with his business. Now, a lot of us don't have businesses, um, so I'm not really sure why would they pick this, um, especially if you don't own a business. Because when it comes to social media, I mean... You got to keep it clean. And especially if you have a public page and you're looking for a particular job, if you're out there with your shirt off, uh, your underwear showing, and you're not at the beach or in some water scene where it would warrant such things, um, and then you're kind of like, well, why didn't I get the job? More than likely, they won't tell you why because of the communications that you have on your social media and how it could impact the company that you're going to now represent. Do they want to have that type of person representing representing their company? So that is one of the things I want you all to think about uh, when it comes to social media. Even if you look at my particular page uh, for the business, that I try to keep everything clear and concise, very bright, very easy to read, uh, just in case, you know, that it could be a lot of motion going on. But I really want to take my social media presence serious because uh, this information, even though you might not need it, someone else may need it. And understanding the equations that's going around, I try to come out with some of the trading and the stock market stuff that's going on. So making sure that my social media is clear. I really want to make sure that you all can understand it, take action if you decide to take action on understanding your finances at this point. So number five, they have, they make time to work on projects they're passionate about. Uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, they do actually have on here a picture of Bill Gates and Warren Buffett uh, playing table tennis which is pretty uh, odd to see. But from my actual work that I do, this is completely, uh, podcasting is something I'm really passionate about. And I am passionate, not so much about podcasting, but passionate about sharing the information that I wish that I've learned when I was younger. And I really wanted to share my voice about this because 
finances wasn't something that was really talked about much, not on a consistent basis. It was mainly on like here and there, um, maybe at a birthday or not even at a birthday. It'll be like, hey, you just got like a, a $20 or something like that in your card. And it's like, okay, well, what do I do with this $20? You know, when you're young, around 13 or 14 years old, um, it wasn't like my mom said, hey, you make sure you save 10% and you spend the rest. It was never that type of conversation. So this is why I really love this show. And the reason why I want to bring this out to everyone is because of the things that I kind of wish I have learned and wish I could go back for um, to understand a little bit more about finances and about that wallet. And so that's what they have here as the five things. And I'm like, it's a very short article, nice and neat, but I think they could expand on it a little bit more. So they did do one talk about the self-made billionaires um, and how they became successful. Now, this one, I think, could actually go right along with the five things millionaires and billionaires do. But this one is for self-made millionaires. And it reads, the first thing that they have on here is read a book that isn't directly related to your career. I highly recommend everyone to read a book that is completely outside of your career. Main reason is because it would actually open up your mind to what is out there. Even if it's, I don't know, how to sew, um, read a book on how to do canvas art or architecture, as uh, George Costanza always called himself as an architect. But reading a book actually stimulates the mind a little bit more and just broadening your view on the world. So for those of you who actually love to listen to the interviews, I always try to make sure I put a book at the end of the show and actually on the website. Um, so most of the people who actually uh, come on the show do recommend at least two, minimum two books. And so I make sure that those are available uh, for purchase. So all you have to do is go to the show notes of any of the interviews and just click on the show notes and you can be able to find the books that were mentioned there. Now, number two that they have on here is called Get Sweaty. I thought that was interesting. Um, But what they mean by Get Sweaty is actually meaning doing something that is outside the norm. In the sense, you cannot grow without, um, what they call it, criticism or comments back. So when you at work and your boss, and you hand your boss your report, or you know you have this sit down for your one-on-one interviews for any reason, not an interview, but a review for your work for the quarter. And they say, well, you know, it looks like you're struggling over here. You're doing well here. Um, what is the issue of why you're struggling over here? And, or what is your game plan to fix this issue? You can either say, well, I don't want to do that work anymore. I don't like it. Um, or you could say, well, this is something that I'm not having uh, a good grasp on, but this is something that I really want to learn. Is there a way I can shift my time to focus on that? 
So these are the different conversations to kind of help yourself grow. And don't be afraid to try new things, even though you think that they're not really that new and somebody else can do it. But actually try it for yourself. I mean, exactly with me doing this podcast. I didn't think anybody was going to enjoy listening to my voice all this long time, but, you know, here I am. (laughs) Now we stop getting sweaty. Now we're moving on to fitness. Number three is exercise. Um, It's self-explanatory. Get out there, get some air, take some walks, do a run, bike ride, skate. Just do something outside. Uh, Try to do it at least, I don't know. I have my own goal to try to do fitness, which is 10 times a month. It doesn't sound like much, but I'm a very lazy guy. I I don't mind doing bike rides, but sometimes it's just a lot of work to get the bike ready, get out there and pedal for like 30 miles. And then get back in the car. And then I'm like, I'm so tired for the rest of the day. So I am working on doing some exercise. So that's my goal. Trying to do some stuff to get my fitness. All right. Number four, they have give back. Now, most of the time when you think of giving back, you think of financial give back, like donations to charities and stuff like that. And that's okay if you have that kind of capital, which mostly Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and so many other millionaires that are out there are willing to do. But there are a lot of people in your community that do give back, um, not just financially, but in the means that they can. So like for me, I give back to the community uh, through the wave of this podcast. I do my best by providing the information that I come across. So this is like me giving back with my time and energy because honestly, I could just sit home and do nothing and use my energy towards other stuff like, I don't know, build computers or something. (laughs) But I'm using my time to give back to the world and to you as a listener about finances and stuff that I come across that are interesting and hopefully uh, to help you find strategies to get out of your situation that you feel like you're stuck in. So like for those of you who are tired of having a low credit score and you need a higher credit score, I'll be talking about that a little later. Uh, Maybe next week I'll start talking about credit cards um, to try to build your credit score up. Uh, and then those of you who just feel like you're financially stuck, you have no job right now, you're just living off of the state or the government funding, which is not much right now. And then some of you who just kind of don't have a job and actually looking for a job, um, just trying to enter the workforce. Now, this is a lot of stuff to go through, but I am here to give back. So if you have any questions, always ask at anthony at about that wallet.com and i will do my best to provide that information but giving back on to a lot of these uh, episodes um i do my best on that aspect now when it comes to take a moment to remember your competition um 
they have a moment here where they said Michael Jordan once said, "I play to win, whether during practice or a real game, and I will not let anything get in the way." of me and my competition enthusiasm to win. So in other words, Michael Jordan is saying that even in practice, he's winning in practice before he actually goes in the game to win. When you're in a competition, anybody that has played a sport in some form or fashion, you know that you have to work your tail off because if you do not work your tail off, then your opponent is also working hard too. So if you're not willing to put in that extra 10%, even though you feel like you did 100%, you're going to lose. Now, in this environment, as far as the space of podcasting, there's so much room to grow. In my space of finance, there is a lot of competition. I mean, right now I'm even reading off of CNBC, but they very they're a very big company, and they probably don't even listen to this show. But I'm here to tell you that I am constantly learning every day, constantly learning at finances who and other people in this space, in the podcasting space of finance, what are they doing? And even if it doesn't seem like we are in competition, we're probably not because I'm still a small show. But when I get there, trust me, I'm running. <laughs> and I want to take you all with me as my listeners because I really want to win at this thing. Um to start seeing some rewards, start seeing shows. Um, I really want to be able to give back as in a big way. So when it comes to competition, I want you to think about it the same way. Um, but you need to have competition within yourself because ultimately this is personal finance. So personal finance is personal. Um, and if you feel like that your friends are winning, it's okay to ask them, what are you doing? How are you doing this? Um, I know you told me about this before, but can you tell me again so I can get on track to where you are? It's almost like you're planting a seed constantly, but eventually it will grow. Eventually it will get watered. These are the things that you have to think about um, when you're in a competition. Just don't give up. And lastly, on this uh million on this uh, things that billionaires do is get outside and think. I'm not going to read all this fun stuff, but ultimately it's, <laughs> it's very simple. Just get outside um, back to the exercise thing is take a break from what you're doing. Get a notepad, blank one, um, just write down some stuff, some thoughts, or just do something completely outside of your work. Just take a breather. Um, I believe it was said that Bill Gates takes two weeks off throughout the year, no communication or anything. He's just out there for two weeks just to think, just to get back in the motion and the grind to run his company. Now, this is something that 
I really want you all to think about is, do you actually take time, like a constant time, instead of a vacation, more of a staycation, and actually understand what are you doing? Where do you want to go? This is your incubation period. Take time out to do that. If you don't have two weeks to take off, take a weekend, take a day, uh, or find a room inside your home if you have kids where you can just have 30 minutes or tell them all like, look, I just need 30 minutes to myself or even an hour and just think just to kind of get all your thoughts out there, figure out your game plans, how you want to reevaluate your life, where you want to go as a family, as a unit. So I'm going to stop talking there because I think that it's a lot. This is more of an episode to kind of get you thinking of what millionaires and billionaires are actually doing right now. If they are able to do that at that level, you should be able to do it at the level you're at now. Because if you cannot manage $1,000, how do you expect to manage a million dollars or even $10,000, $100,000? I really want you to think about that, folks. Anyway, this is the About That Wallet. You matter. Now let's go out there and be awesome. Well, that concludes this episode of About That Wallet. I hope this topic was helpful. If you want to get the latest episodes, please subscribe to this podcast, wherever you're listening to it. Remember, it is your duty to know about that wallet. Take care. Be safe. I'm out. Peace.